seriously, we only just made it to the German club. October 1st, bro. It's fucking noisy. <laughs> We're actually sitting outside because the beer hall is so goddamn loud. We can't even hear ourselves, let alone expecting you guys to hear us. It was enough to make your baby cry. So they're gone. <laughs> See you later. Yep. We're uh, settling into the second Stein of oh. the evening. Going for the Weiss beer after starting on a dark. I think we're just going to do like a beer crawl, just every beer they got, <coughs> except for the Bull Eye beer, because they they don't know how to respond uh, to people. Fucking Bull Eye Brewers, the stupidest brewery in the world. They're in Unendera, called the Bull Eye Brewers to start with. I think they're opening up in Bull Eye though. They're, built, they're repairing a building next to a railway station, I think. Is that Denver? Uh, well, Catherine told me that too, also, I'm just going to go on that. <laughs> too, too logical. No, but what you're referring to, Dave, is I saw they posted on Facebook they're going to be here tonight. Well, here for the Oktoberfest. I sent them a message saying, oh, yeah, cool. That, that was on Monday. Yeah, beginning of the week. Like, you're going to be here on Friday night. No response. Nothing. Who's in charge of this social media? Disgraceful. The crickets are, because that's what you got, crickets. Well, fucking boycott. Boycott the Bull Eye Brewers, I say. Oh, it's all right. The German beers are pretty awesome, so... Yeah, it was pretty good plan B, really. You were never going to go wrong. No. Yeah, but had a had the dinner, round one. I had round one, you're going to go the bang bang. <laughs> well, technically a bang bang is supposed to be a different type of food. Well, just don't get pork cutlets and, and no pause. you got to go... Oh, straight into it? Yeah. Okay. That's how that works. Fair enough. But I had pork cutlet. That's what I was dreaming about. Yeah. And it was... I definitely think you got better value for money because they gave you two pork cutlets and a bread roll yeah. for like five bucks more than it cost me for a sausage on a, on a fucking bread roll. Yeah, but that bratwurst was pretty good. It was alright. Looked good. <coughs> they weren't they weren't stingy with the toppings on that. No, no, it was alright. I'm not going to complain. It's always good German sausages. Yeah, so I, I can I can definitely see a bit more. German food in the future tonight. <laughs> well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely get a pretzel at least later. Oh yeah, the giant pretzel. So they make me thirsty for more beer. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, we snuck outside. There's a nice little grassy hill. A grassy knoll. Very romantic behind the water shitters. <laughs> like we, can, we can see all the action in here at the the main, the main uh, bar where all the punters are getting served their frosty beers by all the slightly eccentric German men. So, en <laughs> enough of telling people what we can see. Let's, let's get on, let's get into it. I've got, I've got a sports thing to talk about tonight. Oh, you're ready to rock. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the Japan, Japan playing in the Rugby World Cup? I read a synopsis where they surprise beat Scotland. Dude, they fucking demolished Scotland. How many tries did they round. get? They got a bunch they got like of four. Mate. Oh well. But this is the kicker, right? It's the day after they had that typhoon. Well, they weren't even sure if the match was going to go ahead. No, and this was the thing. Scotland were were <laughs> threatening to sue Japan for not having an alternate date for them to play. Because like other teams, they just got, well, that's it. It's just going to be done as a nil-nil draw. But Scotland would have been automatically knocked, knocked out I if that I saw happened. that. Though. Yeah, so they were like, fuck you all, we're going to sue the shit out of you. Man. So in the end, they got their chance to beat them on the field. And they didn't. They fucked it anyway. But, Man, I'll tell you now, one of the most emotional games of rugby league I've ever watched. Rugby league? Uh, rugby, rugby, sorry. Jesus. Like 70 million people in Japan alone watched it on TV. It's like half the population. It was nuts. That's what they were saying there. And anyway, 
people everywhere, even like I had people, I was looking on Facebook while I was watching the game, friends right. of mine in the UK were like, fuck Scotland, let's demolish them. <laughs> they turned. Everyone was like, fuck them, if they didn't threaten to sue them, like this is bullshit. So everyone was back in Japan, and they're like, no, they're through sure. to play, they're playing South Africa in the, in the quarterfinals, fucking awesome. Well, well the, How good will it be if they win? Will the Mighty Ducks dream continue, I guess is the question. Well. I'm going to say one thing. I really like their style of play because they were going wing to wing instead of driving up the middle like a lot of the European teams. They were going wing to wing and they got all their players were a lot smaller. Yeah. But fuck, they were quick. Yeah. As soon as they got a line break, they were gone. That's what I read that they were playing adventurous, sort of daring rugby. Yeah, but they were always on their point. Their, tackle, their tackles were always like the little dudes tackling the big dudes, but they were tackling them perfectly. So it, it was on point every time. The runs were always on the, the passes. It was really good, really good game of football. Um, and they've never beaten them, ever. Never beaten Scotland, ever. Ah, right. And they've never, ever made it into the quarterfinals. Yeah, well, that's the cool thing about Japan is they've kind of been sort of lurking around just underneath that sort of, what you might call the, the tier one countries in rugby. Well, they're called a tier two country now, but they're right. ranked seventh in the world now because of that. Because they beat Scotland. Well, they, bought, they beat South Africa, like just before the World Cup oh, started. Yeah, right. They've beaten Ireland, which would rank to win it. So they they were playing like a team that's going to win the World Cup. I'm telling you. You got that home home ground advantage, right? You the, can see the girls crowd, run. obviously. Yeah. Giving them. Everything but the dudes they got. were crying when that national anthem was done, like in the crowd. It was yeah. Pretty good. Which is fuck this noisy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We'll soldier on. Um, well, that's and for a country like Japan, where culturally. Not very emotional people, right? No, they were emotional. So for dudes to be crying their eyes out because the rugby team's doing good. The only thing I will special. say is, is it still the Japanese team when 50% of them aren't even properly Japanese? Oh, like people who have become naturalised citizens. There's like three complete white dudes. There's a, a, a black dude. There's a guy that's South Korean, but is, and there's a South African. Yeah, you, there's you, a Kenyan even that plays for him. Yeah, well, I can't imagine Kenyan rugby is too hot. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard much about them. Anyway. But that's that's legit, man. Like, have a look at the uh, English cricket team. Yeah, I know they got some. They got the imports. Yeah, man. If you're a citizen, why not, eh? So, yeah, talking about rugby, I'm gonna flip it to soccer quickly. <laughs> okay. I was walking through the uni because I went did I went to speak to him about a few things the other day. Practice being an annoying mature age student. <laughs> Wearing my Liverpool t-shirt. Right. Just minding my own business. Some dude drives up the street, just fucking opens a window and starts yelling at me. Oh, you're wearing the wrong fucking colour shirt, mate. And I'm just like, why is it okay to yell at someone who's wearing a football shirt? Right. But nothing else. It seems to be that it seems like I've had it happen a few times. I'm walking through the mall and someone's like, oh, fucking Liverpool. Eh. And I'm like, mate, why is it okay to just run, run up to a random stranger and yell in their fucking face because they're wearing a football shirt? And if they weren't wearing it, it would be clear fucking cut for you to get knocked the fuck out. Well, obviously, passions run high for the uh, Premier League. But I reckon the best time it happened was when you were wearing that Melbourne Storm jersey. That was bullshit. <laughs> that, was bull that, that bloke should have got knocked the fuck out. That was fucked up. Well, to be it, fair, we were a long way from home. It was, yeah, and we were in Victoria. That's the fucked up thing. So I thought home ground advantage for me. Tell me story. We, we're at the, uh, we're at a GP. 
and we like rush, rush down to the RSL cows to to watch the the grand final. The get RL. there, get yeah. get there for like half time. Melbourne got fucking demolished. By Manly, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. Anyway, I'm wearing my Melbourne Storm shirt because I'm a Melbourne Storm supporter. Well, I was, so I don't really watch NRL anymore, but I'm thinking, definitely going to have everybody on my side here. Oh, no. You're in Victoria. It's fucking mental. Walked in there, game finished. We got fucking hammered. Walked into the fucking bistro, and it literally walked through the door. Some bloke's like, right in my face, you fucking loser! Straight to my fucking face. I'm like, what the fuck? That's so extreme. It was, yeah, it was not like I sucked in, you lost. Or, no, just straight in my face, you fucking loser. Because you can get friendly banter. This is just straight out of use. Yeah, it would have been best to come up to me and go, fuck you, you cunt. Same sort of thing. Man, and I think we kind of, whether he wanted off or we did, it was just like shock of like, what even just happened? I, it was. It took me a minute to realise what happened. Then it was just like, I want to fucking kill that cunt. Where is he? And he's gone. And I'm like, fuck. But I mean, there's no explaining logically, you know, emotional, probably half-pierced sports fans. But this bloke was sober the other day, it just, and he was an old dude, he was like fucking 65 or some <laughs> shit. I was like, why is it okay to just start fucking hurling abuse at someone just because of the fucking t-shirt they're wearing? I think most people agree that it's, it's not okay. That it's a pretty gronk thing to do. Fucking random. I mean, anytime anyone's yelling something from a car, it's probably not of value. No. If, you, if that's your method of discourse, is to scream out of a car window. Probably not something worth listening to. No, no, not really. But, I mean, passionate sports fans can... Like, you see a lot of uh, American supporters. The team wins a championship, they riot, burn cars in the city. Yeah, what's that about? You've won. Why are you demolishing the place? They're not the losers. <laughs> like, if you're the loser, that's kind of... You can kind of understand it to a point. And it's, not if you've won. Oh, let's just fucking tear this fucking place to the ground because we won. And it's our own hometown exactly. too. Exactly. You're running amok in the city of the team that you were trying to Ladies support. And gentlemen, that was the MCM like, dance group all that the doesn't make sense to me. Fucking ridiculous. Happens all the time. <laughs> Imagine that being on your police record. Something like that. Is it going from colour of shirt to something else I want to talk about? Right. Bit of poo talk. We'll if you must. <laughs> so I, last night I got home and uh, Catherine, a friend, a friend gave us some red velvet cake. Sure. So I had a slice of red velvet cake last night, got up this morning, forgot that I'd eaten it, had a poo, go to wipe the bum. And, uh, like, some people look, some people don't, but I, I look and I'm like, Thank you very much. Initial so thought was, I'm dying. I'm hemorrhaging out of my arsehole or something. Or, or I've got a really bad hemorrhoid that's just burst or some shit. And I'm just like, oh no, red velvet cake. <laughs> the exact same thing happened with our daughter after she'd eaten like a whole tin of beetroots. And she freaked out the next day. She was worried. And I put it together. What the fuck's eating a whole fucking tin of beetroot for? Well, I think we cracked it for dinner <laughs> and used a few slices. And she sort of just swiped the tin from the fridge and finished it off. Right. Which was scary enough anyway, because she was eating it on the lounge. It's like a tin full of beetroot <laughs> juice. That's <laughs> like playing with fire right there. Yeah. And yeah, same deal. Had that physiological effect. So you get kind of the same thing from drinking uh, Guinness, don't you? Oh, your shit goes a bit black, yeah. It's <laughs> like eating licorice. <laughs> but I'm just wondering... What, an another reason not to what eat What foods have you eaten and have made your shit go funny? Or a funny colour or have you forgotten you've eaten and the next morning if you had a shit you're like oh shit I've got the black death oh right um, and, you know 
something like that. I think the only thing that really comes to mind is if you've had like something that's quite uh, like leafy green vegetables, sometimes you can go a bit, <laughs> bit green. Oh, it just reminded me of something I was having the other day. Oh god! <laughs> this is such low, low quality content. Uh, I was in the toilet, right, and I wanted to send an email, and I only need a wee, but I thought I'll sit down, and send an email while I'm having a piss, right? Multitask. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't You're look. Truly, truly a 21st century man. Uh, you know, sometimes when you have a poo, right, and some bits come back up that float back up to the top, they haven't quite flushed. Yep. So. I sat down on the wee. I didn't look at before I sat down. I just sat down on the wee. Uh, All right, and I, but I farted, right? I, f- I farted. And then I stood up and looked down at the toilet. And I must have not digested a mushroom properly. Because there was like a half a mushroom sitting in the fucking in the water in the toilet. And I was dead set convinced I farted out a mushroom. So many things wrong with that story, man. Uh, so I was like... Fuck, did I just find out a mushroom? <laughs> well, how did the mushroom get in the toilet? Well, obviously I shat it out and it just floated back up to the surface. It didn't flush properly. Because sometimes I don't chew my food properly. Clearly. Like a bowl constrictor. <laughs> just unhinge your jaw and shove it in. <laughs> it's already a little bit of mushroom. But... <laughs> Man, you're going to see a doctor or something. I don't know. I've already seen a doctor. He said I'm fine. Time for a second opinion. <laughs> There's only so many cameras you can just get shoved up your ass before you've yeah, had enough of it. That's true. And um, today at lunch, got onto the topic of uh, getting getting disrespected in retail stores. We were down the mall. We had some really good uh, fried Korean chicken down there. Um, but we took a shortcut back into the mall through the surf dive and ski shop. Yeah. And it reminded me of a time when there used to be another part of the mall. Got in there just to buy the kids a rashi or something like that. And you get the the guy, the clerk or whatever, come up to ask you if you need any help. But he was just like, thought he was cool as hell. They usually do. Where was that with shop? Surf dive and ski. Oh yeah, yeah. Just a surf shop. So he's, was he? Did he have a mustache? Yeah, like a dirty mo and unshaven the rest of it. Yeah, yeah typical hipster. Right. Thinking he's cool shit, working in his. Like a minimum wage retail job. Anyway. <laughs> oh, fucking getting a dig in there, like it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm bitter and perhaps slightly traumatised by the whole event because he gave me the most solid champing oh, I've ever got in my life. What he's like, are you going there, champ? He's like, oh, you need any help here today, champ? And it was like the most sarcastic, disrespectful champ I've ever received. And it's, it's always fucking these dudes who've got no right to be champing anyone. Like... The guy at the servo, you know what I mean? These are the guys that give the champ or the tiger. Yeah, that's why they're working where they're working. Fuck, I don't know, man. But to me, it's it's got to be close to the gravest insult you can get in Australia. What, being called champ? Getting called champ. Would, would you rather be called you a cunt? Well, at, at least it's like breaking the script. Well, here's the difference, right? Are you going cunt? Here's the difference. <laughs> if, if someone said that to you, you could like arc up about it. But if they give you the little fucking sarcastic champing and you try and blow up about it, they're like, oh man, I, oh, I was being nice. Like, they can wiggle out of it. And then you start to look like a crazy person where you're like, he got me, champ! <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck is his problem? Yeah. I, I mean, champ is, is just a prelude to calling you a chump, isn't it? One letter different. Yeah. Fair point. I never called anyone champ when I worked in retail. I, it was always mate. 
How you going, mate? Yeah, like, and it, it's calculated. They do it on purpose. They want to do it to their hipster mates. They wouldn't give their mate a champion. Maybe that's the new mate. I don't know. Nah, it's fucked up, man. Don't, don't try and defend this shit. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to get used to this shit in the next three years. So I'm going to be the oldest man in Wollongong University, probably. Yeah, well, they start hitting you with champs. That's what it's about. That's all right. I'll fucking hit him with an uppercut. <laughs> well, I've decided... <clears throat> you know, that there are, there's rooms in the library you're allowed to book out for entrepreneurial reasons. I'm going to, I'm going to start... Right. Life lessons. I'm going to charge five bucks for life lessons every night, an hour every night. Give people life lessons. What are your qualifications, Dave? Fucking 20 <laughs> more years than them of life. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, the other thing I was thinking of doing too is getting a sneaky, like Aussie slang, and, and just slang lessons for all the Asian students that come in. Oh, you're going to turn into like Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> because it's like, don't you need to know their language first? I'm like, no, 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 it should be right. I'm just... Well, if they've got passing English, which yeah. theoretically, if they're a student at an Australian university, they, they should. To, yeah, so I'm going to teach them Aussie slang. All right. So I've got two businesses, side businesses going already in, in the uni. But I'm thinking the life lessons will be good. I'll be like, don't fucking call people champ because you're going to get smacked in the fucking mouth. The slang, hey, what's what's on the top of the hit list for the Aussie slang? Cunt. First thing, straight out the bat, you got to learn when cunt's a good place to put it and when's a bad place to put it. Because there's two two ways. It can be good or it can be bad. It, if, to me, it feels like giving toddlers knives. Like you're just giving them weapons that they're not prepared to deal with. Well, and I'm going to give them homework. You got to start. Soft, go to a, you got to start. Go out into that. town and use your. I want you to use it. Oh. <laughs> come back and tell me how you went with it. <laughs> You don't get a one-star rating because they're all going to get their fucking heads punched yeah, in. But you know what? I won't care because by that time, I'd have got the cash. Right, so you're freely admitting this is just a, a hustle slash scam. It's not scam, it's just a hustle. <laughs> you should give this more thought. I think the idea has merit. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got, I've got four months before I start. I'm going to think about it. Because, yeah, it could be could be beneficial. It's like a, a cultural cultural based sort of education yeah but and, and I'll, I'll offer a few that if they're in the same course as me because I'll guarantee these Asian students are going to be better than me at accounting 100% <laughs> so it's time for some quid pro quo I'll do a bit of bartering I'll be like instead of paying me five bucks you help me with my, my homework <laughs> I like a bit of butter economy that works you help me with my shit I'll help you with your shit yeah but I've, it's been funny I did a bit of Uber today and Every time I pick someone up that's going near the uni, I'm just like, oh, I, I'll go here. <laughs> I haven't even started yet, oh, but I'm still dude. like, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I've gotten to uni. Pretty fucking stoked about it, man. What, that they accepted you? Mate, I'm the first person in my whole fucking family that's been to university. Maybe when you pass a subject, we can talk about this. I'm the first person to be accepted from my fucking family to go to university. Man, if they like the colour of your money, you get into an Australian university. Dude, I don't think you realise how high the ATAR was for my course. It's really fucking high ATAR compared to all the other courses I looked at. Yeah. Most other courses were like 55 to 65 ATAR. Mine was 75. Yeah, and, I, and when I went in there and spoke to them about it the other day, they were saying yours is a really competitive course to get into. I don't know how it works these days. It was a different system for me. That was back when it was the... Uh... That's why I didn't think I was actually going to get accepted because that had a high ATAR. I can't actually even remember what that shit was called. Well, obviously, the higher the number, the harder it is to get in. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It's like a percentile thing. I think law and doctors need to be in like 85 to 90. Yeah. So 75 is getting up there. Fair enough. Uh, when I went to uni, it was um, through an early entry program where you could go and do some interviews. 
get accepted into the course before you even did your HSC. Yeah, I think they still do that. It's a fucking sweet deal, man, because everyone else is stressing their balls off for the HSC, and for me it was basically irrelevant. Yeah. So that made life a bit easier. Yeah, fair enough. There's a, there's a top tip. Let's get an early entry, bro. Well, maybe mine was through the early entry, because I got my acceptance like a week or so ago, so. Right. And I don't know if they still do it, but another thing they did at Wollongong was if you were a local, you got a few extra points for free. Maybe. So they were kind of giving a, a bonus to anyone who was like a local student too. Yeah. Well, I went and did the tour last week, the end of last week of the uni, because I obviously missed the open day. And um, I was the only person that was local there. Right, everyone else was kind of like Sydney, Sydney Western Sydney. Yeah, yeah Sydney-based. Even the students, one of the students was from Sydney and the other student was from the Southern Highlands when they moved down here. When I said I lived down here, they were like, oh, sweet. How good is that? I was like, whatever. <laughs> You're right, man. These guys are pretty green, huh? But, but you, you know, it brings me to another little, little subject that I hadn't actually noted down. When we were walking through the computer lab, oh, yeah. like where everyone's doing their study and shit, there's this little booth you can sort of try and snabble and they've got a big like TV and shit that you can put your shit up on there, like if you're doing like a group thing. Oh, okay. Anyway, there was these two students, <laughs> there was these two students there and they, they were set for the day, I'm telling you. Snacks, drinks. They had two <laughs> Costco bags of fucking Red Rock Deli chips. Two right. of them sat there and this other bag full of like lollies and shit and I'm like, I said to the dude, I'm like, they're in for a big session. Look at that shit. There's only fucking two of them. They've got like fucking two kilos of fucking chips there. And they were hitting the books. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Like they just weren't watching uh, reruns of Seinfeld or something, were they? Oh, uh, probably. Because the funny thing was, the, the uni, they were telling me that they, you get um, five terabytes of cloud, cloud storage, man. It's pretty generous. So, but... Last year, they got 500 gigs of cloud storage. We should start storing the uh, podcast there, man. Yeah. So last year, they got 500 gigs of storage, and the dude was telling everyone on the tour, yeah. So, mate of mine, he's got every single episode of... <laughs> of, of fucking... Um, Seinfeld? No, not fucking Seinfeld. What's that other one? Game of Thrones. Okay. Plus all his homework, and he's still waiting to room on his cloud storage. Mate. <laughs> you probably have the uh, FBI investigating the uni now <laughs> for piracy. Five fucking... <laughs> Terabytes of storage is mental. Well, what they're counting on is no one's going to use that much storage. Some students will use barely any at all. So that's that's why they can publish a big number. Obviously, if everyone used that much, it'd be a problem. But what got me? What question I got for you, Al? You're a bit of a computer. Oh yeah, I'm, computers anything, right? Yeah, yeah. So whatever. <laughs> you got uni. There's like fucking thousands of people going to the uni. Yeah. Everyone's got access to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. How come their Wi-Fi can stay at a steady speed, yet my Wi-Fi at home, if I'm trying to watch Netflix and then somebody else watches Netflix, it shits its pants. Right, so if I use the term bandwidth, do you know what that means? Yeah. yeah. It's not the perfect analogy, but if you think about like a, a water pipe, the fatter the pipe is, the more water can go through, right? So they've got a, a really fat network cable going in. Yeah, so you have like a garden hose, and they've got like like the Snowy Hydro yeah. plugged into their campus. Fair enough. That's I just, yeah, wanted to... That's, that's a simple answer, yeah. yeah that's an answer. That's all well, I was after. We have to remember, the history of the internet started at university campuses. Yeah. They were the first ones that had, you know, connections from point to point. And it's only now, well, you know, when the internet got popular, that they sort of broadened that network out to everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah, but fibre optic is pretty magical tech. Once you've got the infrastructure in place, you can pump some serious, serious bandwidth through it. 
that's that's why the rollout of the NBN has been such a schmozzle because they had that opportunity to give fibre optic to every every premises, but then they sort of pulled it back and went fibre to the node. Yeah, man. That's why I've only got fibre to the node. This is fucking shit. That's that's what's happened. Most people have got that, and then you're still limited by the old technology, the copper wires. That's yeah, very short-sighted. So going from one uni to another, yep. I was Ubering up in Sydney yesterday, and I picked up some people from. Uh, UNSW. Yep. And what the guy got in the car, like there was two of them. One of them gets in the car. He fucking stank. So I've got a question for you, Al. Smelly people. Do they know they smell? Like some people. Like if it was me, this. If it was me and I and I stunk and I got in someone's car, I'd be like, I'm really sorry. Just been a bit sweaty today, being a bit hot. Open the windows or some shit. Yeah. I mean, there's always the chance that there's something medical going on, whether. It's their sense of smell or something that's causing the smell. And it's like literally nothing they can do. Or just an ignorant, dirty bastard. Yeah, this bloke smelled like a dirty bastard. It wasn't even like it was BO. Because before I did get some other guy that got in the car and he stunk a bit, but you could tell that he tried to cover it. Like he deodorant, he put heaps of deodorant and cologne on, but his right. BO was getting through it. It was too powerful. But this guy just fucking out no stank. So what kind of stink are we talking about? Like stale sweat and fucking stank. Like dirty, dirty clothes. Yeah. Like that happens a lot with Uber. You get people come in and they're like, dude, like you, obviously your clothes have been stored somewhere mouldy or somewhere for like ages because uh, they stink. Okay. But this guy stunk like just sweaty, yeah. shitty. Like it wasn't old clothes, it was just smelly. Just. See the tricky thing is that's like such a powerful social taboo to tell someone that they stink it. Yeah, but it got me thinking. If, when I'm in uni and some bloke sits next to me in the lecture hall or something and he fucking smells, would it be okay for me to just write a little note and just put it next to him and go, mate, you, you, you need to smell a bit? Instead well, of just going, and if he, if he arcs up, I go, well, mate, I could just go fucking, you stink, you smelly cunt, in front of everyone. Well, you claim to be the etiquette king, you should, you should know. I think, I think if it's like that quiet little, little word, like a little note, it might be something that they would appreciate, but, if it was me... It just depends how you write it, I guess. You can, instead of going, have a shower, you smelly prick. Like, if you wrote that, it would be a bit rough. Man, <laughs> I'd, I'd probably just be a giant pussy and just go and sit somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't dealing with that. I ain't got time for that. Fair enough. I don't know, but I think that's where... You'd hope your mates would step in if it was a situation like that. If it's a mate, you can just, I don't know, say it to one, I think. Sure, sure. Mate, seriously, have, have a let me What's going on? You're a bit wolfy, yeah. I agree, but a stranger, man. That's tough. Do I just, yeah, no, I did. I just fucking opened all the windows in the car. Just no, didn't say anything, just opened boop, the windows. Just hit the auto button and all four windows just went boop, and I just kept driving, but nothing happened. Uh, did they give you a favourable rating? I don't give a fuck. Do you know why? Because I didn't give them one. Because I put that down to being disrespectful to get in someone's car and not fucking say, oh, I'm sorry, I smell. So I gave them four stars. Only four. But I had right. disrespectful. So that's one of the preloaded reasons. You got five. Disrespectful. Cleanliness. I should have put cleanliness, actually. Yeah. Cleanliness is one of them. Yeah, well, that sounds like it would be more appropriate. Yeah, anyway. They disrespect my car. <laughs> Man, the whole... The whole Uber thing's really hit and miss though, isn't it? Look it is, but at the end of the day, for me at the moment, it's just making sure I don't hit my bank balance too hard over the next three years. And that's yeah. the only reason I'm doing it. Like, I've done 
done 17 hours this week of Uber and I've earned 350 bucks. It's not big money, but you know what? Sure. It's paid for me to come out tonight, basically. Yeah, well, that's a bit of walking around money, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what you want. How are you going for a beer there, man? I'm still good for five right, minutes or so. I'm not lagging. The, um, have you heard of uh, something called gallium? Like an ancient sailing vessel? No. So I came across this yesterday on YouTube. It's actually a metal. Oh, gallium. Yeah, gallium. Sure. Do you know it eats fucking aluminium? Like, eats through it like okay. you wouldn't fucking believe. That's cool. So you're not allowed to take it on airplanes, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But this, I watched it, this, it's a bit of a plug for someone who doesn't even know we exist, but the Backyard Scientist, I think it's called, and he does all these experiments. experiments. Is this the Aussie guy? No, he's uh, in Florida. Uh, okay, I think it's someone else. Anyway, he got some gallium, and he put it on like a Razor scooter. Yep. And he left it for like two hours, and he grabbed the scooter, and it crumbled in his hand like a chocolate egg. That's crazy, isn't it? So then he puts it on like a like a oxygen tank. Right. Within like 30 seconds, poof, pops. Right. Is it that reactive with anything else or just aluminium? Only aluminium. Like he put it on a bicycle frame, and they thought, oh, I'll take ages to eat through this bicycle frame. They went to watch a movie. Like two hours later, they heard this massive crash. Came back, the fucking bike had snapped in half, just on it under its own weight. Right. I was amazed. I'm like, I've got to get me some of this fucking gallium. And start fucking with people's shit. Well, what I'm curious about is what they actually use it for. What's it useful for? It's a liquid metal. Kind of like your mercury. So it take, it's got to get really cold for it to freeze. Right. Like to go solid. Interesting. It's not poisonous. You can put it on your skin. It doesn't do anything. It's just yeah. a bit messy. But it fucking eats through aluminium. It's oh. crazy. I couldn't believe it. I wonder if they use it when they recycle aluminium. Oh, do you know what they use? They've got like a half gallium mixer. I can't remember what it's called. And they put it on aluminium and didn't do anything. So it just sat there, like made a bit of a funny reaction on the aluminium, but nothing else, it wouldn't break. Yeah. And then the dude poured a little bit of water on there and the aluminium just fizzed away to like nothing. Just like dissolved. It was fucking mental. It was like something you'd see on like fucking Avengers or some shit. Mad. It was really cool. Like, anyway, getting a bit too deep on the science stuff though. So, I mean, there's probably other good reasons why you wouldn't make a, a padlock out of aluminium, but. You know, you can imagine if someone... <laughs> what if you had an, an enemy and you wanted to fuck up some of their shit, you could chuck, well, chuck, chuck it into their boat? Well, what this dude did is he put it on a Razor scooter and started riding it around and saw it, see how long it took to, for it to snap. Right. It took about an hour and a half. But I thought it'd be a good prank to play on someone. You could put a bit of gallium on someone's bicycle frame and they're riding along next thing you know, everything just collapses in the middle. Man, my, my car's got aluminium panels. Don't bring it near my, my place, man. <laughs> I don't think it's that easy to get hold of. Well, yeah. <laughs> One of those things where if you order order a kilo of it, you know, the, the feds come around to your house and ask exactly what you're up to. You check and wonder, are you? Hopefully you should have started. Oh, should, I, should I just, I've got it on record, should I just watch it in the morning and just not look at any updates? Oh, do what, do what you feel, man. I feel, I feel like a, I'm disrespecting them if I don't watch it. Well, the only other entertainment here is the uh, Oompa Band, and that's fucking retarded loud. Yeah, I'll just have it in the background. <laughs> so, actually, I, I'm just going to finalise my subjects for the night. 
and then we can move on to yours, I guess. Demolition Man. Oh, classic, I think, classic film. I watched it today. I was a bit. I had to wait for a, an appointment this morning. So I, anyway, was that on Foxtel? No, I watched it on Netflix. Yeah, I have to look that up. I love that movie. Actually, I watched Life as well last night. You seen that? The new one with Jake Gyllenhaal and that space movie. We're talking about Demolition Man. Oh, anyway, that was a good movie. Um, Demolition Man. Like, it was supposed to have been an action movie in its time. It's a smart movie, man. But I'm watching it today and I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure it's actually comedy. Like, I find some of this shit hilarious. Like, when he walked into the museum and just slammed some dude's head into the wall. Right. <laughs> into the fucking, into, for no reason. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Just some of the shit that happened was just hilarious. Well, I think at that particular stage of the film, they're trying to establish just exactly how psychopathic Wesley Snipes' character is. Like, that's what that scene's about. Yeah. He's tearing up the, the museum, which, again, like I said, it's a clever movie. It's a good way of showing that perspective that the 20th century is ancient history to this society. But what gets me... Does anybody know what the seashells were for? That's what I keep telling you, man. It's a smart movie. That's that's a joke that has no explanation. There's never going to be an answer to that. And it drives people fucking bonkers. It's brilliant. I love it. My, my favourite part of Demolition Man is when Stallone has the altercation with Dennis Leary and the people who live in the sewers. And he takes them down there. And, like, he smells... Someone cooking some burgers. Yeah, because you can't get meat. There's no meat on the surface. It's all bullshit Taco Bell made out of soy curd. Yeah. And he's like, man, give me that burger. He's chomping it down. And Sandra Bullock's like, where do you reckon they got the meat for that from? And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, do you see any cows around here, man? They're in the sewers. <laughs> and like, that shit's made from rats. And he's like, looks at it for a second. And he's like, that's perhaps the best rat burger I've ever had. I'd eat it. Because <laughs> yeah, like he was frozen in the uh, in the jail for what? It was like fifty years or something? Hundred years? No, it was like it was thirty years. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> saying that when Give I was in, when I was in France, I had a steak. There's, there's your burger report. The rat burger. <laughs> oh my god! I had, I had a steak when I was in France. Uh, I mean, nobody can be sure if it's actually. Oh, you suss it might be horse. Could be, but I'll tell you one thing. Going, going back on the whole best rat burger I've ever had, best fucking steak I've ever had. So, even yeah, that's, that's just almost a pure cultural thing. Like, when you get down to what is the difference between eating a cow or eating a horse? They're basically the same animal. Yeah. Oh, no, well, they're not, but but I understand what you're saying. Like, at the four end of the legs, day, morally, morally, legs, what difference does it make? Four legs, big and dumb. Do you know what? As long as they kill it humanely, I don't sure. give a fuck. Sure. It's when they torture the shit that I'm not happy about it. Yeah, well, I think that's fair enough. And that's. That's why, especially this time of year when we're getting close to um, Melbourne Cup and all that sort of stuff, the uh, the animal welfare people will start getting... Oh, they're already on the news today. There's yeah, about the horse racing. Flipping out about fucking horses getting slaughtered. Because as soon as those horses don't have any value in a racing context, it's basically, it's a liability. So, you know, historically, trainers and breeders pretty callous in the way they sort of, you know, dispose of... These, these, uh, you know, they don't see them as assets. They don't see them as Oh, no, as animals. Always, but that's the problem. Most of these people that are into that sort of shit, that's all they do see them as. Yeah, exactly. It's a way of them An Entertainment money. thing and money. Yeah, so it could be quite, quite sad what happens to those horses. And, and more to the point as well, the actual, you know, in the process of running horse races, it's inevitable that horses get injured and 
the, the rehabilitation is not really a, a possibility. Yeah. Killing horses who've just been injured in a horse race for ultimately what's just human's amusement. At the end of the day though, they probably could they probably could do something well, not rehabilitate them, but at least help them with their injury and then they could just put them out to pasture. They don't have to fucking kill them. Yeah, but see that's costing someone money, mate. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, that's what the fucking thing that pisses me <laughs> off about. Exactly. So our animal welfare protesters have got a point, I tend to agree. And that was kind of the whole argument against the greyhound racing as well. You had the same issues where as soon as our dogs not winning races, you know, treat it cruelly and get rid of it. Yeah, no, that's bullshit. That's not every trainer, obviously there's people who do the right thing, but it's not a good look for the whole industry when there's people persistently abusing animals. Yeah. And I guess you end up with people turning a blind eye to it. People know that stuff's going on, but nothing's done to address or stop it. They just kind of accept it as part of doing business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fucked. I mean, I went to my last horse race, I reckon my last marriage, at the, the night before I got married. Right. And that put me off for life after what I saw. At that horse race, what yeah. happened? Uh, so a horse ran into the barrier, like right. just side the barrier, but it must have caught the joint of the gap, the barrier, and ripped yeah. the fucking barrier. But it ripped all the side out of the horse. What the fuck? Yeah, it was fucked. It kept running, yeah, but it all the, like half the fucking side of the horse was like hanging open. It was so, fucking gruesome. It was like, so just like a giant gash. Yeah, but it was like it was it was awful. It was Org organs hanging out. No, 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 no. It was his leg, but it was like. The whole, all the meat was hanging off it. Oh. Like it was fucking disgusting. Anyway, that was it. And it, they obviously <laughs> shot the fucking horse out of the back. Do we do we see that as a, a sign about that marriage? Yeah, well that's pretty much what happened to my marriage. <laughs> it got shot out the back real quick as well. Put a bullet in it. <laughs> Put it out of its misery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> that's pretty much what no, happened. I couldn't, I couldn't resist. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, yeah, that was the last time I've been, and look, I get the urge. The thing that annoys me is I like to go into the horse races for the drinking, the socialising and the gambling. Because I don't gamble, but I like doing it as a one-off thing. So really, if we added gambling to the Oktoberfest, it'd be a good equivalent. though. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't like the horse racing side of things. Like if it was computer generated, like poker, if it, like if we were going to the casino, I'm all in. Right. But the horse racing side of things, and it shits me because now I've. But it, the question is, is it is it an, an intellectual thing, like uh, somebody that's got enough intelligence to realise that this is a kind of a shit thing to be doing to an animal? Right. Have I just gone past that point now where I've like I was a bit dumb before, but now I've educated myself a bit to go. You know what? This is kind of fucking bullshit. Yeah. Well, fair credit to you, and I think if you're not, if you're not expanding your mind as you age through life then you're probably wasting your time so now you think about all the dumb shit you did when you're in your 20s like you think at the time you think you know it all but even just an extra 10 years of hindsight you realize man you didn't know shit and the same thing probably happened when we we're 50 and when we were 60 yeah but i'm glad sure. that i'm glad in myself i'm happy in myself the fact that i'm i still want to keep learning stuff the fact that I'm going to uni instead of going, you know what? 100%. I ain't going to be able to, I'm too old now, I ain't going to fucking learn anything else. Definitely, man. Because I know from my own family, they're like, nah, nah, that's the way it is, that's the way I am, tough shit. 
Look, I, I can ex I can recognise there's a certain comfort in thinking you know how the world works, that you know it all. But having that thirst for knowledge, you know, having the awareness to realise, actually, there's a lot of stuff I don't know. Yeah. I want to go out there and figure it out. Now, I think that's... If you start talking about what's, what's the meaning of life, surely that's going to be one of the... Isn't it 32? 43. 43. 43. <laughs> I thought it was 32. Oh, jeez. Maybe, maybe you should add some literature to your... Uh... I fucking... I have seen it. <laughs> I'm not even talking about the movie. It's a book. <laughs> I've seen it. Fucking hell. That's how I get my books in. I, I, I watch them. <laughs> wait, wait until I make a movie out of it. How am I going to go at uni when they go, you've got to read this book? I'll be like, have they made it in a movie yet? <laughs> <laughs> Accounting 101. Yeah. Yeah, they, have, they, have they got have they got that in an ebook? Well, we're talking about movies on Netflix. I watched Brewster's Millions last night. <laughs> there's, there's, there's accounting. Oh, actually, I watched <laughs> I watched Eddie Murphy Raw the other night too <laughs> on Netflix. Right, that probably just teaches you how to be homophobic, right? No, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend him on this one, all right? Because I know we had this conversation <laughs> about Eddie Murphy, how his comedy was like completely fucked up and it wouldn't be allowed these days. Well, I don't, but, know, I don't know if I said that. I'm pretty sure he did. But anyway, <laughs> he actually said something after the jokes about Mr. T being a homosexual, in another word, the F right. word. He said, you know what, I don't discriminate against these people as long as they don't want to stick it up my ass. Which is a fair <laughs> point. I think that's okay to be like that. Is that politically correct enough? Yeah, well, I think that general principle Applies. So he, he, you know, he was. Oh, there's a different time, man. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it comes back to the midget thing as well. I know it's not PC to call it a, a, a little person a midget anymore, yeah. but it used to be okay, and it used to be okay to call someone in the F word. I don't know if anyone ever said it was okay, but it was socially accepted. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So it's socially yeah. acceptable back then. <laughs> we'll, we'll choose our, our phrase carefully, not that. It was socially acceptable, sure. but. He didn't mean any malice by it. I think that's where it was. I think he was just trying to make a joke that how funny would it be if Mr. T was a homosexual. And I think that's probably proving a good example of, you can, you can tell an offensive joke, but the rule is always, it's gotta be funny. Yeah, it's and, gotta be funny, yeah. And most jokes, it's hard to tell a joke that doesn't, there's gonna be someone who's upset with it, right? If you're telling a joke, it's probably about someone or someone who, someone who believes something and they're bound to be offended. Yeah. And, you know, you, you have the right to be offended, but it's all a comedian's job is to tell the funny jokes. Yeah, yeah. And they might be hitting you now, <laughs> but in five minutes' time, they're paying out someone else. You've obviously seen the latest version of uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. The last season, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you saw the one with Ricky Gervais. Oh, he came back for a second appearance, yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, you, you know, some people all look the same. And Jerry Song was like, like Chinese. <laughs> and he's like, you know Ricky, what? Ricky's I, about to burst, yeah. He's like, I might have thought it, but, but I, didn't it, say I, it. I didn't fucking say it. <laughs> <laughs> and he just ripped into him like, the whole fucking whole episode he about how he... <laughs> up, yeah. Man, we were talking before about old racehorses getting getting put down. I'm, 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 I'm starting to get hyped about the start of the NBA season. And we've got... An NBA team just played Melbourne United yesterday, didn't they? They, they played over there as like a pre-season warm-up, yeah. What Melbourne did, over there? Yeah. <laughs> They're already in the season. It's already NBL season. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, there's a player in the NBA, Vince Carter, who's 42 years old. And he's still playing professional basketball. He's guaranteed they're not his original knees. Ah, oh, man, like... He's got titanium legs. So he's playing for the Atlanta Hawks this season. Right. And they just had a preseason game where he drilled like four three-pointers in a row. Yeah, like, right. He hasn't lost it. It's incredible. So... Pretty good. Um, he's probably... When you think about professional athletes, there's not many that go into their 40s, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I don't think in any sport there's many people that go into their 40s. There's, there's some sports where it's a bit easier, like maybe motorsports, I don't know. But even that, I think, would be tough. Like These days, yeah. Valentino Rossi's not even pushing 40 yet, and he's... He's dropping off. He's on Struggle Street. Yeah. But, well, give him his dues, say he's on Struggle Street, he's still competitive. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. He's fucking quicker than me. And but, Troy um, Barris, he's in his 50s, and that motherfucker's quick as. Um, another great example of people having these really long athletic careers, you got guys like Kelly Slater in the surfing. Yeah. He's well into his 40s. He's still really competitive. Now, he's not the one that punched a shark, is he? Mick Fanning. That's Mick Fanning. <laughs> well, Kelly Slater might have punched a shark, but I know who you're thinking of. Um, and you got the tennis as well. You got boys like Federer. They're getting up there. Nadal's a bit tore up, but he's still playing. Oh, dude, how, they're just. Are they, but they're, they're, they're in the late 30s. And they're still cashing in, aren't they? They're, mate, they're still the, some of the best tennis players in the world. It's mad. And yeah, whether it's uh, a case of being lucky or whether it's modern sports science that keeps them going. Sorry, I just know, I'm not trying to butt in. What's doing? They're cooking their fucking pork knuckles on a barbecue down there, look at it. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> that looks delicious. How long would it take to cook a fucking pork knuckle on a barbecue? It'd take fucking forever. Why don't they get one with a roasting hood? It would be quicker. I would assume that they're pre-cooked. Maybe. And that's just to heat them back up again. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you're right. They should have the, the lid on the barbecue, the hood. <laughs> probably help a bit. Alright. You gonna drain that beer? We're gonna get our top up. So are we done or what's happening? We can always record a, a second part. Part two, later on. After a few more beers? A few more beers, yeah. <laughs> yeah right, we'll come back to part two with a few yeah, more beers. Have the before and after. Yeah, right. Okay, I like it. Well, hopefully this recording works and it's not just oompa music Well, on everything. It's probably best that the music's on for later on when we've had a few more beers because it would just be fucking gibberish later on. <laughs> you won't hear the, sl- the slurring. Alright. Oh! <laughs> that's, that's not me fighting out a mushroom. That was a speaker. PA system's got some issues. Sounds like someone fighting out of mushroom. What, ha- what happened to the superior German engineering? Not here. Well, we are in Berkeley, I guess. Berserkly. All right. Part two, bitches. All right, we're back. <laughs> we're working our way through Stein number four. Well, they're not Steins. They're half Steins. Pines. Is it a pine? I don't think it's even a pine. Uh, there's already a appreciable degradation in quality. Anyway. <laughs> so I've got a question for you, Al. Where are the pretzels? <laughs> Give me the pretzels. Oh, we already know they've run out of fucking pretzels. Fucking anyway, so you've got a daughter. Yeah. I've got a daughter. You see chicks walking around these days with shorts on so short that you can see their ass. Yep. Would you allow that shit to happen in your door? I think it's a tricky one because the more you fight, the more they're probably gonna dig in. But would you go? Would you go as far as that dude in America that went? Oh, you're gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> That's a novel way of approaching it. But I mean, it's 
all fashion trends are kind of cyclic anyway. Yeah, but to the point where your ass is hanging out, it's a bit much of it. Well, my point is, by the time they're that age, it's probably something else, right? Let's hope. Gumboots could be in, who knows? <laughs> For our English listeners, wellies. Sparkly gumboots. They're called wellies in England. I'm pretty sure everyone knows what a gumboot is. Not in England, they're called wellies. I think gumboots are the universal I never knew one. what the fuck they were called when I came out. It was like, what the Jeez. fuck are you talking about? What are they teaching you over there? Wellies. Wellies. Well, that's, that's, even, that's an abbreviation of Wellington boot, right? So? Is that like a Paddington bear? Paddington bear, Paddington bear wears Wellingtons. Fucking confusing. Here's the well-known German hit, Sweet Caroline. <laughs> Who was that? It was like John Denver, wasn't it? Don't know, but I wouldn't be, want to be sitting next to him in a plane, that's for sure. He ain't German, I'm pretty sure. Oh, these guys are having a good time. Can't believe you didn't even laugh at my fucking John Denver in a plane joke. That was a tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I said that was because I remember years ago they were asking, um, Malloy, Mark Malloy, what's his name? The comedian there. Mick Malloy. Mick Malloy, that's to me. Who would you least want to sit next to in an aeroplane? He's like John Denver. He just straight up banged John Denver. It's fucking funny. That's savagery. I like it. <laughs> it's all about savagery. I had a, had a bit of a crack at you this week about mediocre food. Oh, what do you. Oh, because you tried the crab stick? Oh, I tried your crab stick. I wasn't impressed. Right. And then you were like, oh, well, you know, and you had a bit of a crack about that. Well, and Jimmy's and a few other fucking I'm things. I'm impressed that you gave the crab stick a go because it sounded like you were never. But I've come to the conclusion, Alan, that you really are impressed with mediocre food. Nah, but you're saying that from the perspective of your your taste in food. Yeah, well, you like Jimmy's mediocre. You like... So this is where, if you put it to the people, most people I know who've tried Jimmy's love that shit. You're, you're the outlier. Well, maybe, my, maybe I'm harder to impress. You say that, but then, like, you love, like, chips and gravy. It's like one of your favourite dishes. Yeah, but only good chips and gravy. I've never seen chips and gravy on like Iron Chef. Oh, talking about Iron Chef. <laughs> one of my old school friends just got fucking signed up for MasterChef in the UK. That's not the same show, Dave. That's Iron of... Chef was a Japanese show. I mean, you've just been racist, man. What difference does it make? <laughs> MasterChef is a completely different. MasterChef is amateur chefs. Well, not even chefs, amateur cooks. Master uh, Iron Chef was like. The best chefs from around the world invited to compete in Kitchen Stadium by this crazy Japanese bastard. You know Iron Chef, right? Yeah, I, I, anyway. I mean, I still put them on the same platter, but anyway. <laughs> the secret ingredient is crab stick. <laughs> <laughs> I've well, seen them do king crab. I've been watching a little bit of uh, Deadliest Catch lately on Discovery Channel. Is that still a show? Yeah. Haven't all the fishermen died yet? But you know they've started a new one. And it's if like, it's that deadly, Aussie, who's left? Aussie lobster men or some shit. And it's all these dudes from like Tasmania that go lobster fishing. Oh god, there's like three teeth between them. Oh, it's inbred oh, central. Right. What? Do you know the whole show was based last week when I watched it? It's the only time I've watched it, I've watched it once. The whole show was based around this one dude fixing the toilet in his ship, on his boat. It was a boat, they don't even have sleeping quarters, but they stay on this boat for like eight days. And they were like, oh, well, we might have to hang our ass over the side of the ship and take a shit. That was pretty much the whole show. Like, fixing this fucking shitter. That episode was focused on the broken toilet. The broken toilet and the cameraman getting seasick. That's spewing over the side. 
It's that sort of stuff that makes me embarrassed to be Australian. But why do they put this shit on the Discovery Channel? That's the stuff that goes on Channel 10. That's what I mean, like... Why is it on Discovery Channel? Because I thought it was going to actually be informative. More often than not, when the Aussies have a go at it... Garbage. It's like, it's a poor imitation. But they were all like, oh, how are you going? And I was like, oh, this is going to be fucked. Straight away. Do you reckon they'd subtitle that shit overseas? 100%. Well, they, even in America, they subtitle themselves half the times. Yeah. I, I always chuckle when you like subtitle someone who's got a Scottish accent, who's actually speaking perfectly clear English, but just the fact that there's like a, a hint of an accent to it. They're like, oh, subtitles, we're struggling. <laughs> Get a translator. Well, they even did it on um, like the Porn Stars or whatever it was, the one in Detroit. They used to fucking subtitle the people that came into the store from Detroit. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I guess an American audience needs all the help they can get. Trump voting motherfuckers. Uh, it's not going to be much longer, is it? It's got to be gone soon. Dude, all the crazy shit that's happened up until this point, like, he's not going to sink without a fight. Oh, no, he's not going to sink without a fight. But I'm telling you, it's just going to get from bad to worse. I reckon if he makes it to the election, before I get voted in again. Dude, no one thought he was going to get voted in the first time. You know, I'm not a bookie, but I'm going to take some odds on that shit, I reckon. Man. Look, I think it's pretty clear to anyone with, you know, impartial judgment that he, he and his cronies are up to crimes, have been for years, and, like, being the president hasn't slowed that down. Oh, no, there's some corruption going on there. Uh, well, uh, I think there might be some corruption going on there. <laughs> I think it's been corruption 24-7 since he took the job. I just don't want to stop my chances of getting into the States sometime soon. Get on a watch, watch list? Yeah. I'm probably uh, on a watch list anyway. You'll I mean, be right. Listen to the fucking heinous shit I've ever said. Guaranteed I'm on a watch list somewhere. You're not, you're not brown enough to be a... Racist. A threat. Racist. Well, how do you think they profile people? I always get swapped at the airport for explosives because I've got a beard. I'm, I, every time I fly international, they put me in that fucking thing where you got to lift your hands up and they, like the x-ray machine thing. Oh, really? Every fucking time. And I'm just like, fucking, what, what? Like, throw, throw your balls dude, a little. let's just be honest. I walk through here, white English male, and then some Arabian motherfucker walks through here. Like, I'm not being racist here, but... Why do you pick me? Like, if we're being racially profiling, why the fuck are you picking him? Everyone's thinking that bloke might be up to something, not me. Oh, Jesus. That's what's wrong with the world today, man. Too, too many suspicions, too many prejudices. I mean, there's been a, a good share of freaking white terrorists. Don't worry about that. You know, I'm not a religious man, Alan. Mm. I don't like flying, you know that. I'm not it's a good flyer. Every time uh, I get on a plane, if I see kids on there, I'm like, Gotta be half safe here, because there'd be a fucked up god now if they'd take this plane down with all these kids on board. Look, I, I won't pull out the flaws in your logic, because it's probably what's all that's keeping oh, you... Oh, no. Uh, there's no, a I lot of flaws. I know the flaws, because I'm not religious at all. But I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to hedge my bets here. I'm going to hedge all my bets. <laughs> the problem, like, if you, if you believe there's an interventionist god who's deciding who lives you and who dies... He's gonna Tackle be a little darling. Shut up, I'm talking about <laughs> theology. 
Sorry. <laughs> With four beers in, you knew this was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so if you're talking about an intervention as God who decides who lives and who dies, like a little baby who like gets cooked, who gets left in the car, like God let that happen. Or a little kid gets fucking leukemia and dies. God let that shit happen. So I was watching the Ricky. You ain't bit. safe on that plane because there's kids. No, I know. I mean, the, the Ricky Gervais thing that was on uh, Seinfeld. He, he Comedians put, in cars getting coffee. Yeah. He was he he put it put it down pretty good when he was saying uh, something about uh, oh fuck what was it? Fucking hell, I forgot. You heard it here first, folks. There's <laughs> <laughs> something. It was something about um, babies with AIDS. Uh, it was the Nazis or something or other. Okay. And the, and the Jews and all the rest of it. You can't talk about that stuff on Oktoberfest, mate. Oh, well, I won't talk about it. Just disrespectful. I'll, I'll, okay, I won't talk about it now. <laughs> I'll watch it again so I remember what it is and I'll say it next week. Can't wait. It better be good. <laughs> Keep me waiting. It was, it was a joke that was layered because of the flaw in the fact that God does or doesn't exist as well as a heap of other shit. Oh, it was... They were like, oh, we're going to let you go because because it's um, Sunday or something, right? And the Jews like, oh, we don't... Oh, it's Christmas, that's right. The Jews, are they, oh, we're going to let you go. We're going to let all you Jews go just because it's Christmas. Right. And everyone's like... And then one dude pipes up and he goes, oh, we don't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck? Shut up. <laughs> that's, a, that's a clever joke. Because it works on so many levels. It's like, joke, yeah. what the fuck joke? And then it's also like... It doesn't fucking make any difference if it's Christmas or not. You, you often get that effect when you have a, a meeting with lots of people in it. And like, you could have been in this meeting for two hours and like, clearly, it's time to wrap it up. And some dude asks a question. Some dickhead always has a question. And it's like, almost audible groans. Like, oh, we were, we we're so close to wrapping this shit up. And freaking Mike from accounting. Open oh, why is it always Mike from accounting? I mean, I'm doing accounting. Uh, why is it going to be someone from accounting, Alan? <laughs> why can't it be Dave from accounting? Man, that's <laughs> what I'm, don't be that dude. That's all I'm saying. And you, you'll probably similar effect at, at university, I'm sure. Like the lecturer is ready to wrap up the, the oh, I'm, You know what? I'm not that kind of prick because I've been in courses before and I've waited. So everyone leaves and I'll go up and talk to them yeah, afterwards. Yeah, pro move, man. Because the other good thing you do there is you get information, those other pricks don't get ahead of them. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> my, plan, my plan is actually to get in with the lecturers. I'll be like, oh, can, oh, if I've got an assignment to do, I'll get it done early, like straight away, and go in and go, oh, can you, can you have a look at it and just tell me what you think? Uh, maybe. You might be able to do that with your like uh, tutorial leaders, your, your teaching assistant people. Right. I don't think the lecturer is going to go in for that. Really? I ain't got time for that shit. Uh, do you want to come for a beer? I'm not going to fall for that, man. Maybe, for maybe if you're one of these uh, youths with the short shorts. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Al. Schnitzel or schnitzel? Oh, I'm pretty sure I say schnitzel. Do you so, think it's lazy bogan if you say schnitzel? What if you say schnitty? Oh, well, that's okay. Because at least you, you put the effort in for the beginning of it. The schnitty. It's harder to say schnitty than it is snitty. Yeah, if you said schnitzel... Bogan, that's, that's not right. No, right. I, I, I heard someone say it the other day and I was like, fucking say it probably. What's wrong with you? Yeah, so they're completely skipping like a C and H. They're like skipping two letters. It's not uh, spelled S and N. They don't, 
no, no pass on that one. I'd, yeah, I abide by that. Fair enough. Shitty. Yeah, it's always shit. Yeah. Come on, mate. <laughs> I mean, I mean, struggling now, aren't we? Talking about if it's schnitzel or schnitzel. Man, you're going to try one of those pork cutlets. I've downed my second one of the night. They're not small either. I don't, I don't, I've never been a big fan of pork, pork chops. Yeah, fair enough. We all have our flaws. <laughs> but you love bacon. It's a different thing altogether. It's the same animal. Yeah, I like ham too. I like roast pork, but I don't like pork <laughs> cut fucking... Cut, I don't enough. know why I don't like pork chops, they're just a bit shit. Well, I mean, you gave the crab stick a, a chance. I've eaten pork chops before. <laughs> you haven't had one of these though. Oh. Next year. You're just still dirty on the pretzel, aren't you? I'm a bit pissed. I really wanted a pretzel. <laughs> I'm surprised they've run out, considering this is like day one of three. It's fucking nine o'clock. It's not even late in the afternoon. Yeah. And I mean, there's a decent crowd, but it's not packed. Obviously, Saturday it's the the big day. You know what? I'm gonna go all the way up to Sydney now to get a fucking pretzel. Do you really need to go that far? No. Well, yeah, to get one like that, I do. Uh, what about the Bavarian down here? Oh yeah, no, they do too. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, call call up your wife to come you... and get us. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to the bath in Shell Harbour or Wollongong yet? No, I'm not going to Shell Harbour. Have you been to one in Wollongong? No. It's all right. I've been the one. Actually, I've been the one in Shell Harbour, but it's the same thing. The beer's good. The I beer's did, good. The I, beer's good. I assume everything there is just a little bit overpriced. No, the beer's good. I'm gonna give it. Well, compared to this shit, the beer's good. Fifteen bucks will get you a Stein down there. Man, we're getting robbed tonight, aren't we? Getting raked a little bit. Sneaky fucking Germans. Oh well. What are you gonna do? <laughs> we're here. Well, cast by the balls. I'm gonna say something now. Let's wrap this shit up and go and get some more beer. Yeah, fair enough. That that concludes the Oktoberfest edition. Officially one week late and sitting right in front of a giant dumpster. <laughs> Probably be filled with uh, broken hopes and dreams come Sunday. Broken hopes Sunday and dreams are like my dreams of having a pretzel. Yeah. Is it? That's the Yunandera Panther over there. <laughs> Sorry, we're looking at there's a black cat just wandering across the fucking paddock. That's uh, only good luck though, right? I think it's the other way around. If a black cat uh, crosses your path, it's bad luck. That's what happened when we went to that cursed Hungry Jacks. There's a black cat in the car park. Have you tried one of those Hungry Jacks um, no. vegan burgers yet? Apparently no. it tastes like beef. That's the idea. Are you going to try one? No. Never. Well, what am I going to Hungry Jacks for? Son, Burger Reports is about You've got no Burger Report this week. You could have tried a fucking high, vegan burger. High quality burgers, thank you. And you've tried nothing this week. <laughs> Maybe we should. At least I tried a crab stick. You know what? The, the impossible burger is probably worth checking out for the for the purposes of reporting to the people. I'm sorry. Is that is that dude talking on his phone like it's speakerless up to his ear, or is he on a pipe? He's probably also like 65. He's got a bum bag. Isn't that part of the like lederhosen outfit? Oh. Should I wear a bum bag to University Allen? No. <laughs> well, hang on. Are you going to deal drugs? No. No. Don't wear it. 
Oh, well, okay, okay, deal like arthritis medication, Tom. Uh, yeah, hot, I'm sure there's a hot market for that amongst the youths. Probably not. You know, my Cairo was telling me today about going to the uni bar and everything, and I was like, you know what, the most exciting thing I'm looking forward to about going to uni? The 3D printer room. Oh, like the maker space they've got Fully going nerding on. it up. <laughs> Fuck the uni bar. I want to go and make some shit in the fucking 3D printer. What are you making the 3D printer? I'm going to make samples of time. <laughs> you can make a plastic bitch sign. Maybe. That's not a bad idea, I think. <laughs> Probably leak like a sieve. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I want to make Settlers of Catan, the ball game. Hasn't Josh been working on yeah. his version? I'm just going to pinch all of his all of his plans <laughs> and then just go and print it off. Free! But my point is, me shit. ever since he had a 3D printer, he's been working on that and he's still not finished it. Only because he's had other shit to do. Yeah. Oh, best of luck to you. I mean, not three years to print it off, it's alright. <laughs> I mean, if I don't pass my degree, as long as I've got, as long as I've got settlers of Catan at the end of it, it's 30 grand well spent, isn't it? On my degree. I, yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a hundred dollar board game for 30 grand. You should, no, no, you should do Carcassonne, man. No, Carcassonne, I've already got that damn pack. Let, let Josh finish settlers. You can't make Carcassonne on a 3D printer. Why not? Nah. Surely. Maybe I'm gonna, maybe I should make like a Millennium, millennium Falcon. <coughs> the 3D printer. This is a terrible nerd of shit, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let, let's just wrap it up. <laughs> it's just talking bullshit now, isn't it? It's cold out here, dude. My beer's empty, so. Alright, let's go. Let's do the need for. What? <laughs> I mean seriously, let's get another beer. Alright, I mean seriously. Good night. Night.